And so I've created a brand new Visionary Retreat Leaders Checklist. This is pure gold, folks. This is all stuff that I have learned through my own planning processes over the last 10 years that I've been delivering retreats. So if you want to get your hands on a copy, it's absolutely free. You can go to my website, www.theallisonk.com. Click on the can work with me icon, work with me, which is on the left-hand side. If you go to my website and click it and you start scrolling down the page and there'll be a pop-up window that will appear and you can just put your email address in and we'll be glad to send it to you. So make sure you take advantage of this. This is an amazing free offer. This is worth its weight in gold. And quite honestly, I see a lot of people charging a lot of money for the stuff that I'm just giving to you for free. So go get your hands on it. I would love to get your feedback, see what you think, but definitely take it as a free gift from me because I really believe in over-delivering and over-sharing. And I just want you to be able to have it so that you can start using it and planning your own retreats and events. So take advantage. I would love to hear what you think. Welcome to the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I am Allison Katzkowski, your host. Thank you so much for tuning in to check out exactly what we're talking about. Self-care means so many things to people. It's one of the reasons I decided to start this show. And you'll hear self-care discussed from a number of different angles in this space. I am grateful to have you with me, and I hope you get a lot out of what I'm going to share with you today. Hey, everybody, it's Allison Katzkowski with the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I am your host. Thank you so much for tuning in on this Tuesday morning. Um, I appreciate all of your support. Um, so today, my guest is from a from a I don't want to call it a completely different arena, but today I have a guest from really another space from mine, from the health, fitness, wellness coaching space, if you will. Uh, today, uh, my guest is Tony Leonard. He is a career coach, and what attracted what what I when I knew I wanted to talk to him was when I read about his way, his kind of his method as to how he does it. Because as you know from following me and listening to the show for however long that you've been doing that, is obviously we always want the focus on how we prioritize ourselves, the things we're telling ourselves, the things we're thinking and believing about where we see ourselves. And for a lot of us, myself included, our career and what we do in the world is a big piece of our identity. So I really felt like this would be a really interesting angle and different way that we can approach self-care. Tony, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Allison, for having me. Excited to be here. Of course, absolutely. So before we get into our chat, I would love for you to tell my audience a little bit about you, how you ended up doing what you're doing. Yeah, sure. Um, I have been interested in coaching since a young age. I was an athlete, played basketball and soccer, um, got into uh, doing PhD advising at UC Berkeley. Um, and then after uh-huh. that, I did career uh, and college coaching for first-generation undergraduates. Um, and I did that for four years, and that had a lot of to- autonomy in that role. And that allowed me to kind of create my own coaching methodology. And, oh, cool. Uh, I kind of decided after the four years there at the nonprofit that I wanted to test out the coaching method and see if it would apply and work for different populations of people, the people mid-career, late-career executives. Uh, And so for the last three and a half years, I've had my own coaching practice. Fantastic. So it sounds like you really got some real on-the-job training then if you were advising college students and graduate students and doctoral students. Is that right? Yeah, I had a lot of opportunity to test things out and um, 
make mistakes and help people out. So yeah, it, it was really good training. And then for me to finally make the leap and say, okay, I want to coach full time and try to make this thing work on my own. No, I hear you. And I mean, I I got to be honest, when when I was a grad student, a lot of the, I mean, I really valued all the opportunities I had to work with real people as a student. I mean, we have to get our start somewhere, right? And um, it's so much yeah. easier, I think, and better when we can, quote unquote, practice with real people versus like, you know, our peers or, you know, a, a perfect type scenario where we would role model or whatever. It's even better when we can do it with real people. Yeah. Yeah. And and doing it for about 10 years gave me the confidence to, uh, to, to feel like I had enough value to add to somebody who is in, in a, in, in a different place in their career. So, uh, it okay. was exciting. All right. So, well then let's just jump right in then. So obviously if you're, you're going to have a very different conversation with a college student than you would with somebody who's a little bit further along down the road. So yeah, definitely. I'm betting like with a college student, it's okay. What do you really see yourself doing? What are you excited about? You know, because we tend to think about who we are from the standpoint of what do we really see ourselves doing? You know, and even even for people listening that don't really know really, you know, exactly what they do, you know, or, or it's it's hard. I, I guess it's hard as a college student to be able to identify right off the bat, this is what I want to do. Most college students don't really know that, at least early on. So I guess I'm just curious as to how you approach that conversation because you're really talking to a lot of different kinds of people. Yeah. Um, I, I Now I'm getting to work with folks who <laughs> have been on a certain track. And sometimes this track lasts into the late 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s. Yeah. And they get to a point where they're like, they ask that question, like, what what do I want to do? Yeah. And 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 their intuition often is saying, well, the people that find me are typically the intuition is saying, I want to do something more creative. Um, I want to create art in some capacity. I want to uh, start a new venture. I want to go out on my own. Uh, and so it's 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 really listening. I mean, listening is the core of, of my practice. Of so course. I get yeah. get a sense of where that person is coming from and what their strengths are, what their gifts are, what their challenges are, what their blocks are. And um and also being a mirror, you know, that's that in terms of like yeah. help, helping something helping somebody with their identity is is really pointing out this this do you identify as as you know, a lawyer, uh, or as an executive, and uh, do you identify as somebody who works for Google, for example? And there's a lot of identity wrapped up in that. And it, for folks who want to leave and do something else, um, it's a lot of work uh, with, with kind of uh, acknowledging what identities have a lot of import, and then what would it mean to transition into uh, being a writer, a novelist, a painter, or starting a business. Yeah. And I think it's really, you just, you, I just want to circle back to something that you said. I find it really interesting as we get older. And obviously this is, you know, for obvious reasons, we just, we grow and evolve and we change the older we get and the more experiences we have that we're going to approach something like our career or a business or something that we're going to be doing from a completely different energy than we do say when we're in our twenties and even our early thirties, it goes pretty much from what do I see myself doing to 
something's not really connecting here. And I'm just, I want to be more excited about what I'm doing, right? Because we're really getting to know ourselves better. Yeah, that's exactly right. Is uh, what I'm doing, it, it may be subtle, it may be yelling at you, but something is saying, this is this isn't this isn't right. This isn't working. Yeah. You know, the, the 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 structure, the path that I created uh got me to this place and I'm happy and I'm making money, for example. And some there's still something that's 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 missing. Um and that that yeah, it does it, it can happen at any point. I think as I said, some some people it's in their twenties. Uh I work with people in their sixties. Uh, and, and it's a difficult, but exciting moment when, when yeah. people are like, yeah, I'm ready to take some work. And that's, that's part of the, the, the thing I love about yeah. coaching is helping people get to that point where they can plant their flag and say, I, I've done the due diligence. I understand the risks and I'm going in this direction and it's yeah. a new direction. Well, we're really, as coaches, we're really empowering people in their own personal journey. And a lot of times as coaches too, we're really helping people realize what they already have. They're just not really aware of it. So we're just teaching them to recognize that in a different way, right? Absolutely. Yeah, well said. Yeah. So let's let's go back to the career piece, because I think there's something here that we can bring out, especially when it comes to, you know, how we do ourselves and how we prioritize ourselves and how we take care of ourselves. Um, from the standpoint of, how we look after ourselves, how would you categorize really being connected to your career as a way of doing a real self-care, if you will? So the first thing that comes up is the the notion of work-life balance, which I don't, like many others, I don't really believe in. I don't think uh -huh. there's like work on one scale, side of the scale and uh, life on the other. It's uh, it's 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 life balance and work is part of life and so we 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 need to integrate the different components of our life and and what work means is is also interesting um often it it, it, it means getting paid how do you get yeah. paid how do you make money uh and that could be very you can make money in lots of different ways yeah. and have a passion or a pursuit that's that is is not how you make money yeah. um, but if you're going to be kind of classic like I'm a uh software engineer and that's that's my career and that's how I make money. Then then the holistic view and and to make sure that somebody's uh, practicing self care is um, like first looking at uh, anxiety and stress and like how how much is that affecting your life and are there ways that we can reduce that either yeah. by like exercise is like the number one thing that I that I typically. Yeah recommend Absolutely. uh and then all down you know all the way down the list yeah well and i just i think too what's really coming up for me around this particular like piece of you know figuring out your life balance as you put it is a career for a lot of people is is obviously a big part of who they are but it's yeah. also how they see themselves aligning with their purpose now there are a lot of people for example that are you know, stay home parents or that work part time or that are like a community volunteer. You know, I mean, we all know people like that. And that's really what they see themselves doing. That may not be their career, but that's what that's really how they see themselves. And so I guess I'm just curious from your perspective, um, are those things really the same? It, uh, it's a great question. Uh, so 
the thought that I have is that purpose and being connected to something. And if that, if that's volunteering, um, with a local organization, uh, or, or parenting, I mean, I have two small kids so that uh-huh. I know yeah. <laughs> like that, that is a vocation in and of itself. Oh, totally. Uh, I get it. Yeah. But, uh, I, I really want my clients also to get paid and get paid fairly. Yeah. And so, um, I, I I work with people to to make sure that they're, they're they're they they have an understanding of the value of their time and skill set, and so it, it may be that they're volunteering and they have no concept that actually that you could monetize that you know you could you could make money doing yeah. something similar, and it's up to you. It's up to the client that I'm working with. Like maybe it just works really well. Like I don't want to make money doing this. That's part of the what draws me to the. Yeah. work and it, it part of the connection to my purpose and my yeah. passion but i just i like to ask the question like let's yeah. let's see if we no, can I make think money that's a really this. good question i just think that and the reason i ask this is is that you know i i work with a lot of people in my business being in health and fitness who are really super driven in their careers and it's a huge piece of who they are and yeah. what happens is, is that they over-prioritize that part of their life and then neglect the other parts of their life. So I love how you mentioned, you know, how being in a career is really more about life balance because really mm-hmm. work is only a small piece of our life, right? It, it It's it's small in one sense, and it's also huge in the yeah. amount that, uh, yeah. of hours that it takes up in most people's lives, you know? Yeah. And the percentage of hours that that we're working, um, and so, but yeah, in that other sense, it's like uh, I I work, but the relationships that I have with my partner or the, my children, my friends, my family, the the things that I love to, to volunteer, the other components of our life can make work feel small. Uh, yeah. And then it's, but it's also managing, yeah. But if you're working eighty hours a week, <laughs> and like that's draining you to the point of overwhelm and yeah. like you're just burned out and so many people yeah, are Yeah, that's not much of a life, life, you know. No, that, that's yeah. not something that that uh for the people who I've talked to for whom that's that's going on, that's not that's not what they want. That's yeah. what they're doing. Yeah, they want they they obviously want to be in a position where they feel like they're really utilizing their skill set and being fairly compensated. I mean, really part of our one of our I listen, I follow a guy in the metabolism space. His name is Dr. Jay Tita. And he says he has there like he calls the four agreements. He's like, you know, we're supposed to, you know, we're supposed to love and be in relationships, right? We're supposed to make money. We're supposed to take care of our bodies and we're supposed to be connected to our purpose as a human being. That's really what our job is, you know, during the time that we're on this planet. So, you know, it sounds like your philosophy from a self-care perspective is you really help people figure out where all these pieces fit. Yeah, I like I like to think so. And I, I hope that that's the kind of work that I'm doing. And yeah, I guess like what you're saying, ultimately, it's about balance and equanimity, you know? Yeah. It's like if you have the different pieces, I just, I keep coming back to exercise probably because that's where your background, but like yeah. the people that, I, that I've that i known in my life that have just seemed the happiest are like, 
folks that do triathlons and yeah. marathons where discipline and yes. rigor and they just yes, work, they work so hard yeah. to burn off all the crazy that the the the, the, the during the time that they're not working out things are kind of chill and you know it's just about getting a bite to eat um and so yeah i think it's about finding that balance and diff- people do it in different ways uh but well yeah, and it's, it's also just, um, it's also like helping people be able to set challenging goals for themselves and sometimes those challenging goals are not work related as you said it's it's yeah. training for a triathlon it's training for learning to run a 5k for example it's writing a book it's picking up a new hobby it's you know becoming a foster parent you know i'm just i'm making things up as they come to my mind but it's it's more about integrating the things in your life where you really feel connected and when you do that you actually become better at your career right so i've got a cool invitation for you Ever since the pandemic turned the health and fitness and wellness industry on its collective head, what I'm feeling called to do now is to help health and fitness entrepreneurs build and innovate and grow in their businesses. And I've opened up a brand new community on Facebook, and I would love for you to come over and join me there. So if you are a business owner, if you are working on a brand new idea, if you're developing a new product, or if you're feeling called to serve at a higher level within the health and fitness and wellness space in the collective, I want to invite you to come over and join me there. Join me over in my Innovate and Grow for fitness and wellness professionals in the coaching space on Facebook. I would love to have you there. We've got lots of really fun things going on in there. I've got my weekly live show that I do every Wednesday at noon where I give away real informative business tips, the real stuff, folks. This isn't just some cheesy sales strategy. Come over and join me and innovate and grow for fitness and health wellness entrepreneurs on Facebook so that you don't miss any of the action. I will see you there. Yeah, absolutely. And then, you know, people are facing structures that are designed to make that difficult. So yeah. working in capitalism yes. is, yes. Is, is, is makes is not designed for you to like have a good time, spend quality time with your family in a really humanistic way. That's that's not the goal. And then you have sexism. Uh, so uh-huh. if you're a woman trying to work and, and you know so much better than me, but yeah. if you're if you're trying to work in a, a field that's dominated by men, there's a whole added layer to that 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 yeah. so there's these structural forces that we're working against in addition to the just kind of personal psychological ones and so i also try to address that in my work yeah because that can um that can really like keep you in an energy space that just doesn't really serve you you know you end up spending more time dealing with all that than actually focusing on the things that you're really good at and really what your skill set is good for doing right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and and trying to how do you find ways around through and so that you you get to manifest your energy yeah. in the ways that yeah. you want to? Yeah. So, well, let's let's just talk for a few minutes. If you could kind of sum up for me, I don't know if it's like three or four or five steps. Um, basically, kind of what your coaching process is like. Like, do you have like a bullet point? This is what we go through, and this is why we do it. If you don't mind sharing that, that'd be great. So, the first thing I would say is I I don't have like a seven step process uh where you know we're going to go from here to there my my coaching is is non-linear um I, I, the way i like to describe it is I, I have a ton of strategies and ideas and homework 
and I try to present them at the right time. And mm-hmm. so that's different for everybody. So if there was a seven step program, it might be that, you know, when I'm coaching somebody, we start with step four. Cause that's yeah. what, that, that's what they're driven. That's what's going to get them going. Right. Yeah. You kind of so see about, where they are. You meet people where they are. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and they're, and, and getting momentum, especially when you're stuck and you're starting is like, that's key. So I want to find out what, what do they want to do first? Um, and then, I mean, my coaching process is really just about listening, understanding, mirroring, um, and then providing my expertise and guidance and ideas and and um trying to help my clients get uh tangible results yeah well you know the majority of my audience is is what they what what people tell people refer to as they're in the second half of their life right they're Mm -hmm. yeah they're not really millennials but they're like you know over 50 so they might still have kids at home. They might be looking at retirement. They might be the kid. They might have kids in college. They might be looking at kind of what's next for them, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm just wondering from a professional perspective, especially like, you know, the last five years or so with the pandemic and everything, what are some of the main concerns that you're hearing from people as they come to you and say, something's not working for me anymore with my career and I'm really not feeling fulfilled? And I'm not really happy doing this. Are there, are there like common threads that you're hearing? Yeah. One, one of them is that people are so damn hard on themselves. Yeah. Um, and we we just lived through like an actual pandemic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. when you take a step back and think about what just happened. Uh, and, and so a lot of people are doing so much right. Like they, they got their, they're paying the mortgage. They, they got, they're taking care of family members, sometimes grandparents, uh, grandchildren, children, providing a ton of support. And uh-huh. one of the things that I like to do is just say, "Hey, you're doing a great job. Like, let's let's yeah. let's stop and like allow yourself to extend your to yourself some love and kindness and compassion." Yeah. yeah. Um. So that's that's an important place. Is like let's just stop and recognize like how difficult things are and what you're doing successfully and then okay now we can pick up on what is it that's not working and um if the the like i said the theme with with my clients because because of my niche niche is is creativity and people often people come to me and they're like there's this creative thing and i don't know how to identify it i'm not sure what it is it's scary it's alluring um and i want to I want to move in that direction. And we really have a conversation and some people dive all the way in. Some people just, we had the conversation that it worked out for them to stay exactly where they are. And they have a a new sense of kind of relief at having explored it. Yeah. So I can, I can totally see that with, especially with the creativity piece that people would say, you know, I've just, I've got this idea. I just think there's a different way that I can do this. Or I think there's this, this, I have this new idea about how to approach this client or this solution or whatever it is that they do. And because of the fact that they've been like so tunnel vision, I mean, everybody's been tunnel vision, it seems like for the last few years, right? And, Mm -hmm. and, you know, I can totally see that where people would say, you know, I just, I feel like there's something else here, but I can't put my finger on it. Yeah. And that's, that is so often the case. I mean, even going back to like that college student that we were talking about, like 
people don't have any idea what they want to do. Yeah. And and I and uh, I I like to say that that's okay. That's yeah. that's where that's you know, that's where I like to start with people. Yeah. Is you don't have any idea what you want to do. You know it's different. Um and then let's get to work. That's like that's where we start. Yeah. Well, and I think I think it's really okay to be at that point where you're like, I really don't know what I want to do. You know, I think our tendency, especially in the society that we live and, you know, this does, this isn't just about our work. This could be about how we prioritize our personal lives, how we prioritize our health and our fitness and everything that goes with it. You know, I think our tendency is just to push through and keep going. I'm just going to keep going. I'm going to work a little harder and I'll figure it out. You know, I'm going to go over here and finish this because I said I would and I haven't yet. And even though I've got all these things going on over here, I need to make sure that this gets done. And really all we're doing when we do that is we're reinforcing this, you know, limiting belief is really what it is, that all these other things are more important than I am. Yeah, uh, people sure do get caught up in that. Like, I just got to push through it and I can't ask for help. And I like that. that's, I think that's just, something that our society teaches us yeah like we we have to like yeah um just fight through it and yeah i I, there's so much that's good about that that sensibility that intuition like that's really hard work and when you can focus it's just where do you want to point your where where do you what do you want to focus on because if you can focus on the right thing and you can bring that kind of determination and work ethic and then you're like, yeah, I want to fight through all the challenges, but you're going in a direction like that brings you joy. And you're like, yeah, that's exciting. Then uh, that that same work can be funneled in and channeled in a, in a positive yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, I got you. So, OK, so let's talk about just some really easy, actionable tips, because I know there are people out there listening that are like, this sounds really good. I've heard this, you know. I mean, don't take this the wrong way, but there are probably people out there listening that are like, yeah, I've heard all this before, but I Mm -hmm. also know that how life is and I know that I need to like stick to the plan. So I'm just wondering if you have some easy tips, you know, easy tips, easy, actionable things that maybe people could start doing today that would move them more in the right direction. Sure. Uh, First thing that comes up is, is just listening to intuition. If uh-huh. if you're if something's speaking to you inside of you, uh, just listen, hear it. You know, it's like if something's whispering, like write a book, write a book. Uh, just just listen without judgment, right? Like you don't have to do it, but I would take it seriously. Um, and then if it helps to kind of start to write things down and journal a little bit and start to flesh out some ideas, uh, that that could be really helpful. And 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 then. All of these things eventually become projects, research projects. Yeah. Like you're a scientist, you're going to test things out. So go on Google and Google the the thing that is scary that you're like I kind of want to do this but I don't know how. And yeah. Begin begin a research project. You're not committing to anything. I think people get so caught up with if I go down this path I'm going all the way and it's like no, you can yeah. You can create a spreadsheet, you can start making notes and you don't have to do it. You, well, you and I don't. think I think people just get ahead of themselves. They start thinking of the worst possible thing that could happen. Well, yes, what if this yes. happens? What if that happens? And you're like, you're probably your job is a lot like mine where you're like, well, hold on, we're not there yet, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's not. Yeah. We're, we're <laughs> I have many many calls, you know, people are like, 
but in six months, this could happen. I'm like, but that's that doesn't exist. Like, yeah, right, we're right not now, there yet, right? No, it's you, you and me talking right now. That's what exists. Yeah. Well, and I think the a fun part about this whole process about, you know, is really you're kind of teaching people to be their own detective. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, let's just like figure this out. Let's just be curious and and see what we can find mm-hmm. out. I mean, that's really part of the fun. If you let it be fun, it can be fun. Yeah, curiosity. Like that is such a key word. Uh, I love that you said that. Um, allowing yourself to be curious and and exploring parts and, and ideas that you've had uh, that that maybe you haven't allowed yourself to to explore. Yeah. Um, and to say, okay, I'm going to segment it. I'm going to limit it. I'm going to say only, you know, I'm only going to do this for an hour once, and I'm going to see what it feels like. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think. I do think that, you know, we let ourselves be curious, but only for a certain amount of time. Oh, well, I'll just do that later. And then later doesn't come. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, just because mm-hmm. of the society that we live in. So, yeah. And and then, the, the you know, the great thing, the magical thing is that people, people reach out to me, people reach out to other coaches, people reach out to friends and family. And, and we, and, and that's the most amazing thing is that people actually make these changes one way or another. They, yeah. they dive into creativity. Not everybody. I, I certainly hope that everybody who has an instinct to, to do this gets an opportunity to explore it. Um, but I, I just I just love when I'm being optimistic, you know, thinking about the people that that take that step. They take a mm-hmm. chance. They bet they bet on themselves in some small way. Yeah. They give you a call and they're like, I well I and, and honestly, anything that you can do to better yourself is a great way to, to, if you want to reference it, that that's really self-care. If you're trying, you're trying to improve yourself, there's really no better way to prioritize yourself than to invest in, and, um, and, you know, try to develop yourself more, if you will. And the way you do that is so important. And as long as you're, as long as you're really prioritizing, you know, self-care and, 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 um, your mental health and your physical health and your relationships, if if you're keeping those top of mind as you're doing the the self work, uh, that's that's something that I that I really believe in. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I, I preach. You're you're speaking my language, so I totally get that. <laughs> um, this has really been interesting. I just think that not a lot of people are talking about career coaching in the way that you're doing it, and so I give you props for really you know helping people. You know kind of keep things in balance, you know, not so much focusing on finding the career, but you're like reminding them that, hey, you've got these other things over here too. And you got to think about that as well. So I give you props for that. Where can people find you? TonyLeonardCoaching.com. And you can go right on there and book uh, a free 60 minute intro call with me uh, right from the website. Uh, so uh, there's uh, there's not a lot of friction. You can go right on the website and say hi to me. Yeah, you make it easy, right? <laughs> you you got to make it easy. Yeah. You got to yeah. you got to. <laughs> and I'm assuming you're on social media as well. So what you haven't where are you on social? Uh I spend a lot of time on LinkedIn. Uh-huh. Um it's 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 a lot it's, it can be very boring at times. I'm trying to like get people to make LinkedIn more fun. So come hang out with me uh on LinkedIn. Uh Oh, yeah, that coaching. sounds good. Yeah, I w- I would think that LinkedIn <laughs> would be a good place for you, so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes. Awesome. Thank you so much for making time to talk with me today. I appreciate it. Oh, thank you, Allison. Absolutely. And, take care. and so 
folks out there listening, if you're thinking that it might be time for a change or something's not quite right with what you're doing every day, please feel free to reach out and connect with Tony. You will find his website and his LinkedIn, uh, his link to his LinkedIn profile, if you will, in the show notes. You're, you can go and find it and connect with him directly. Um, you know, there's a lot of people out there talking about, you know, the standard career coaching. Um, but really, our career is really only part of our life. You know, we want to make sure that what we're doing is really in line with other other places and other things in our life, too, so that we live the best life that we possibly can. Because that's really what we're put on this planet to do is to have, you know, we're, you know, energetic creatures in human form. Right. And we want to make sure that we are living our the life to our fullest potential. So um, <clears throat> before I sign off, I just want to say thank you. I'm incredibly grateful for all of your support. Um, yeah, you know, it's because of all of you that we're still here. Uh, we're coming up on our fourth birthday this summer. Um, please feel free to share this episode with anyone that you think needs to hear it as a free gift from me. And if you would like to, um, you know, send me a note, if there's a subject that you would like to see me address, a particular guest, please feel free to reach out to me. You can go to my website at www.theallisonk.com and send me a note. You can just click on contact and you can just send me a note directly. Um, I do read all of my emails and respond to all of them myself. My team does not do that. So that's very important to me. So I always enjoy hearing from you. And if you feel so inclined, please leave us a review. You can find us on any of the major podcast platforms. If you'd like to screenshot your review and send it to me, then I'll send you a small gift as a token of my appreciation. And if you are in the business of providing amazing client experiences, I want to also invite you to listen to our other show that's available on all podcast platforms, Creating the World's Best Client Experiences. And this is where I'm talking to industry leaders, people in the coaching and service-based industry sectors about what actually makes a client experience amazing. What are the pieces that you look for as a consumer, as a client, and as a business owner? One of those things that we do here at CU Fitness a lot, obviously, is a lot of in-person retreat experiences. People are dying to be together in person, right? And so if that's you, if that's intriguing to you, send me a note, send me a note, and uh, we'll see about having you as a guest on that show. Or if you'd like to just share with me your perspective on what you think a client experience should look like, I always like to hear that as well. And if you're a traveler, then you can go to my website and check out where we're actually going if you want to join us on an amazing client experience, because that is what we do here at CU Fitness. This is Allison Gatskowski with The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. You're one step closer to living your ultimate life, so make it a good one. 